0: Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of My Favorite Friendship. I'm Mark Musinski And I'm Brian Wall, And we are friends. And we only podcast with our friends. But we also only podcast for our friends. Which means you guys, right now, have at least two new friends. So please, come find us and this podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, all the places... Uh, so that we can know that we're friends now. Well, Brian, it's been another week of quarantine, and I am still very scared to see people, but I know that that some people, because we've all been locked up for so long, are starting to make sort of quarantine buddies in quarantine circles.
1: Yes, yes, I uh, I did. I did do that. Uh, i I'm so I jealous have that you very... saw human beings. Well, you know, we've been waiting six weeks, and uh, we, we've been very diligent. Uh, mm-hmm. Alyssa and I have, have stayed isolated, and we have another friend that uh, I've been friends with for a very long time, uh, our buddy Mary. And Mary has been isolating for a very long time, and we know that we've been behaving. So we figured after six weeks, we can see each other. And so we went for it. How was it? It was great. We still stayed, you know, relatively at a distance. We didn't spend a whole lot of time being super close to one another. Alyssa and I made sure that we cleaned everything and made sure that things were nice for Mary. And she's she's just been all by herself and so we were like, ah, we you know, let's do something here. Let's let's get together. It's been for long sure. enough. I cooked breakfast. We had a nice breakfast together we, we all um, played Jackbox games and hung out doing that, which is stuff that we kind of do on the Zoom already with people, mm-hmm. and I feel like that was just a nice familiar thing to do because <laughs> it's something we've been doing over the internet.
0: And it's so much better in person.
1: Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, I mix cocktails like I normally do,
0: and uh, yeah, just kind of caught up. It was just good to see a friend. So you're saying, though, that even, even though you had both acknowledged that like we're going to hang out in person, when you were in the same space, it was still a little weird, and you still like didn't physically interact with each other?
1: Um, we, we physically interacted very briefly, but I would say that it was definitely less than pro- we probably would have before coronavirus.
0: For sure. Did you sit apart from each other in the home?
1: Yeah, but not like great. I'd say it was more of a distance of three to four feet than, let's say, six feet.
0: Okay. Well, I'm, I'm jealous of you, but happy for you that you got some human interaction.
1: Yeah, we felt it was time, and we felt that the risk was very low. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as we've all been practicing that way. Now, uh, what's been very difficult is I have some friends that have not been distancing, and they're the ones that want to hang out the most. And it's rough, because I would love to hang out with a lot of them. Uh,
0: it's like I, someone tempting you can't. into smoking or doing drugs. They're like, I'm doing it, and I'm fine. Do you want to maybe have some social interaction?
1: Well, I'm totally fine with interacting with people that have been behaving, but mm-hmm. people who I know that have just been doing whatever, they're the ones that want to hang out the most.
0: It's so unfair. it puts you in such a weird position to just say, like, no.
1: Oh, it's the worst. It's the absolute worst. And, and it's even worse for Alyssa, like her family. Uh, some of her family's like hanging, partying, doing whatever. Uh, you know, and she, she can't see them.
0: Yeah, that's tough. God. Well, I,
1: and they, they, it just does not register with them. And there's a lot of people in this country that are like that. And, you know, they, they got their reasons and I, I can see from their perspective why they feel that way, but I do not
0: agree with them. For sure. I mean, I'm so scared. We, like, we stopped going to the grocery store. We stopped doing pretty much everything. It's hard to even go for walks now because our street is popular enough that there's people on it all the time. And so we've been mm. insanely vigilant, but now I feel like I'm committed to it. So we're just going to ride this thing out that way. Yeah,
1: be... I, I haven't had any issues with that. Um, walking's been just fine. I, I have a mask for when I go into more public areas, but uh, I haven't had an issue of too many people too close or, or anything like that. It's, you know, it's whatever.
0: That's great. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, it's okay. You know, it is what it is, and, and we've just been making our way through it. But uh, I'm looking forward to the day when I can see uh, the rest of my friends. Because this has been way too long. I miss miss seeing you, my friend.
0: Same. One day we'll record this podcast in the same place. It'd be great, I'm sure. It'd
1: be really nice. uh, For a lot of reasons.
0: But until then, one of the things we have to keep each other informed and to keep ourselves entertained are stories. Do you happen to have a, a story today?
1: Mark, I have an amazing one. This week, my favorite friendship is the 50-year friendship between Bob Newhart and Don Rickles, two of the most legendary comedians of all time. Wait, really? Yes. They were friends. They hung out. They even traveled together. Their wives were friends. How would
0: you... Well, I mean, it might be persona, but Don Rickles was pretty rough. I think being friends with him might be equally rough.
1: You'd think so, but... You know, there's something about the the way they were brought up. It it might have made for them to jive together. You know, uh, Newhart was a Catholic, a lot of guilt. Uh, Don Rickles, Jew, a lot of guilt. (laughs) It's it's part of what made it all work. It's really great. And I I think the key, and one thing they mentioned too, the key, was the wives. Rickles kept mentioning, the wives are what kept it all together.
0: Wow. How did they meet?
1: Through a double date, of course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See the end of podcast episode number two? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. There, So uh, there is an interview with them on Donahue that I got to watch. It's just Rickles and Newhart. And Newhart tells the story. And he says that he was headlining in Vegas while Rickles was in the lounge. And that Ginny... Uh, Newhart saw that Rickles was playing mm-hmm. in the lounge through uh, Billboard, and and then he and his wife yeah, went late. Just flexing on Don
0: Rickles in the story of their friendship. <laughs>
1: yes, the whole time he was just doing everything to make to rib at nichols and it was great. So yeah, Ginny Newhart and Barbara Rickles. I guess they knew each other. Before they were married uh, Barbara Rickles worked for a talent agency And I think Ginny Newhart Was going with one of the agents Or something like that Before uh, her and, and Bob got married But uh, Bob was doing shows in Vegas Don was doing shows in Vegas They were over there And Ginny saw on these billboards That Don Rickles is in town And she said, Bob, I'd really love to go And meet uh, Barbara's husband That's I think awesome. we'd all get along
0: that's really cool, because this is before Facebook. Like you, it's not like you can just open up your phone and be like, "Oh wow, surely she's in Vegas right now." You you'd have to run into them on the street or hear through a friend, phone call. Yeah.
1: I mean, it helps when you're famous. <laughs> the billboards are a lot okay, better than Facebook. Fair.
0: <laughs> Marquees were the Facebook feeds of their time.
1: Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so uh, so they decide to go to dinner before Don's show. And they meet, and Jenny is just absolutely charmed by Don. Couldn't believe him. Uh, all he talked about was how much he missed his wife and kids when he went on the road, and how much he enjoys being close to home uh, in Vegas, at, at the very least, so the, that Barbara can be with him. And uh, Ginny just was very taken with him and demanded that Bob take her uh, to see Don that night. Yeah. So Bob tried to warn her and say, like, you know, Don's act is not like, you know, uh, the guy that you met. He's an insult comic. He goes around and just, you know, tells everybody what's wrong with him and they all have a laugh and and that's it and she said i don't know how you could ever say that about that man he cares about his family so deeply he loves them so much he loves his wife the sweetest sweetest man that you'd ever know oh my god and then uh you know he laid in into him came out rickles took the stage said the stammering idiot from chicago is here with his hooker wife from bayonne new jersey Oh my God! Mm -hmm. Her floor dropped. I mean, her jaw dropped to the floor. Oh man, I'm sorry. Anyway, so what they did for most of their lives after all this, it worked out, believe it or not, and they traveled together, uh, going all around the world. Now, I've never traveled with another couple. Uh, I I guess I've I've been to like a wedding or two, but I've never really gone on a vacation. Have Have you ever? Uh, traveled with uh, another couple or do do you and Robin ever uh, do any vacationing like that is that something you aspire to
0: we've stayed overnight well we've had a couple times where it's been like a group of people traveling for a wedding or something like that and then one time we totally and and that that's super fun but it's also only like one or two nights There's a big event in the middle. You're not sort of like with these people all the time. I feel like it would be very different if you were on a multi-day or multi-week trip with someone in another country. Because that that brings out high-pressure stuff within, you know, even the most loving of couples. I can't even imagine when it's like another couple that you're also sort of negotiating their wants and needs and tastes and, you know, what they think would be fun to do. I,
1: I can't imagine going with Don Rickles around the world. Uh, some places I, that I have on record that they went to is they went to Venice, Italy, Milan. They went to Israel. They went to Gre- the Great Wall of China together. They traveled all wow. over. And there's a lot of very silly home movies and, and things like that. Some of them are online. I, I, I'll i uh, have a couple of links up if anybody wants to find them and see New Hart and Rickles traveling.
0: (laughs) See, what I think is interesting is so much of Don Rickles' stand-up is him going to random audience members and being like, where are you from? What are you? So the fact that he actually did travel much of the world makes it slightly weirder to me that he's then... I mean, not weirder, but I guess he's slightly more informed when he's... You know, making horrible stereotype comments about uh, people. I'm
1: sure he tried to stay as up on everything as he could.
0: <laughs> it truly is a style of comedy that's not... It's a thing that would be looked down upon very much now. I think I it think. would be fine if the
1: certain you know, if this... the right person did it. You know, I, I think that's the thing. Is, is Don Rickles was the right guy at the right time. Now, who would be the newest mm-hmm. insult comic? I, I think it would probably be a lady. And it would probably be someone mm, that's yeah. short and fat like Rickles is. You know, it, I think that's part of the thing is you have this short, chubby person who you know would never be number one anywhere else telling everybody else, you know, what place they should be in. It's funny. So if there if there ever is someone that comes along like Don Rickles, it would probably have to be somebody that no one would expect
0: it coming from. And the fact that he is such a, a sweet man, at least according to Ginny Newhart, the fact that he is such a nice guy in real life, I'm sure is part of how he's able to get away with that. I know we have uh, a friend, um, Matt Castelvi, who's just one of the funniest people I've ever met. But he, his jokes can be pretty rough sometimes, but he gets away with it because he's such a sweetheart.
1: And that's, and that's what Bob Newhart said about Rickles. He said when we travel, we don't perform. We just enjoy ourselves. He's nothing like his act, but when he's on, I I say to myself, how does he get away with that? And that's, and that's basically their friendship right there is Newhart and Rickles are both guys who came from fairly conservative religious upbringings. You know, Rickles was always very close to his mother, lived with his mother until he got married. And even then, his mother was always wow. around. And Bob Newhart came from, you know, a ca- ca- Irish Catholic family in in Chicago, and um, and you know he they were fairly conservative guys. They weren't really partiers. They drank, but not like heavily. Uh, so they mostly hung out with each other and their wives. They're they're kind of lame uh when it came to the social and party scene <laughs> in Hollywood but they had each other and that friendship between Rickles and Newhart lasted until Rickles died
0: and i think having one of the things i've noticed af- from being married is that when you're married you've you've committed to someone essentially that you're going to be like person number 1 in each other's lives which is amazing and fulfilling and wonderful. But if you want to hang out with someone, it's a lot easier if your significant other has someone to hang out with too, because then you're both having a great time instead of you having to sort of carve out that time from your significant other.
1: Yeah. Now, uh, there there isn't a whole lot of... uh letters or anything like that for people to look up, but there is a lot of evidence of them hanging out and a lot of photos of them together. They guested it on each other's shows sometimes, but they didn't work together a whole lot because, you know, their, their acts are kind of different things. Now, uh, there is one interview on YouTube with Rickles and Newhart together on an episode of Donahue. And it's like 45 minutes oh, of the two of them sitting together. And that's really great. That's probably the longest that I, that I have of them together that I was able to find. And that, that was a real gem. Uh, one of my favorite things from that interview was uh, Bob Newhart said that the relationships that seem to last the longest in entertainment are the ones that are based in humor and comedy. And he felt most of the friendships and partnerships that lasted where were those no you know I, I maybe bob newhart's a little bit biased i think there's some that may have lasted longer but it seems like comedy has some pretty good friendships that stick around for a long
0: time check out our previous episode on lucille ball yeah. and carol burnett
1: and then also like uh there, there i don't know there's a little bit of a fraternal thing with comedians whereas i don't feel like there is with dramatic actors or dramatic performers there isn't really like why would you get together? Where where do you go? You know, there's comedy clubs. Well, there isn't life. really drama clubs, <laughs> except for high school. You know, true.
0: Theaters. Yeah, but then
1: it's only like whatever play is running is just the one that's running right now. There's no like variety. There's no turnover.
0: And in their case too, they were both in Vegas to do these shows, so they probably you know their main friend groups are probably in L.A. or New York or some other place. They get uprooted, sent to Vegas. Who are you going to hang out with there? You don't yeah, know anyone might yet. Might as
1: well hang out with Bob Newhart and Don Rickles. And how lucky is
0: it to have your wife's... Like, here's the thing... Oh, sorry, wait. Was there more to the story? Because I have a, I have a thematic question. There, there isn't a whole lot more. I mean, it's just
1: they they had a great friendship and a great relationship. That's, that's about it. It lasted until Don's death. The Newharts and the Rickles will probably always be friends somehow.
0: Well, let's see, we've we've been friends 16 years Mm -hmm. maybe so we've just got 34 years to go to match the length of their friendship yeah that's pretty impressive um what i was going to ask you is i feel like it's always tricky when you're first with someone even if or sorry even if you've been with them a long time and they want to introduce you to their friends or they you know have a a person in their lives that they want to bring into your life how do you approach that when when your girlfriend wants to introduce you to new people that she knows and cares about
1: You wait like in general or because like by now i've kind of met everybody
0: <laughs> sure but like when you're first meeting them or even you know i feel like every once in a while someone will, a new person will come out of the woodwork like an old an old co-worker or a high school friend who's in town that sort of thing But more often than not, it's early in a relationship where you are being introduced to the people that are important to your significant other. And both you want, I assume, I know for me, I'm like, I want to make a good impression so that it reflects well on her and her choices.
1: Uh, I would say making a good impression that it reflects well on her and her choices is usually my priority number one. Then priority number two would be get to know the person and and see if we're friends. But priority number one is almost always try to make my <laughs> girlfriend look good, and then everything else after that, whatever.
0: <laughs> are you ever nervous about it, or are you, are there ever people where you're like, from the stories you've been told about this person, where you're like, oh boy, I don't think it's we're happened get a, a lot. few
1: times. There there are friends that just like are not. I've definitely had girlfriends in the past where you know that their friends are not interested in that person having a boyfriend right now and they just aren't dealing well with that person not being single mm. or they liked the previous boyfriend better or things like that. So I've definitely gone into yeah. situations like that. And again, it's always, I do my best to make the girl look good. And then everything after that, it's like, whatever. Cause Usually, the other person is carrying some sort of baggage <laughs> that I don't know, and it's like, well, let's
0: see what your baggage is. Baggage is a great way to wrap up this story about <laughs> two people that traveled together, because that's a situation where yeah, the their baggage, baggage is, is a good, good thing.
1: thing. Do you, you now? Have you? How do you operate with that? Have you dealt with anyone that's met you relatively hostile, or, you know, relatively hostile way or? Is everybody always
0: welcoming to you? Everyone is pretty nice to my face. But I also think, and this may be a controversial take, I don't know. But I think because I am, well, first off, I try very hard to be nice and welcoming, same as you, and reflect very well on uh, my significant other's choices. But I also think because I am visually impaired, people aren't quite sure what to do with that but they are very sure they don't want to come out of the gate being an asshole to a disabled person. And so, weirdly, I think that, that buys me a runway of not quite sure how to deal with me where I can do my best to be very nice and friendly and, and hopefully that will at least win their goodwill for the rest of the night. Well,
1: I'm glad you at least have a positive out of
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> I think, weirdly, I think there's lots of positives out of it. Do they outweigh the negatives? I don't know, but I also uh, have never lived any other way. So you gotta take
1: what you can get, you know.
0: <laughs> sure. I mean, look, I'd way rather go into it trying to be nice and getting a chance than someone who's like, "Who is this asshole?"
1: Oh. That is. Who is this asshole? Is uh, an often greeting for my face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, thank you so much for sharing that story. Yeah. I feel like
1: you got Don Rickles and, and Bob Newhart enough. Do you have any questions about them or anything else you wanted to know about these guys?
0: Just that I, I just want to know where our show notes are so I can watch some of those links. So thank you everyone for tuning in. And uh, I hope that you, will all, you and your significant others and all of their friends uh, will all have an amazing time until the next episode.